0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Deeper Than Skin, I'm your host Ramia. thank you so much for joining us again, as usual, the discussions that we have, the conversations that we have, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your close associates, your co-workers, whatever the case might be, so right now just relax, make a cup of coffee, turn up the volume, put in your earphones, sit down in your most comfortable spot, close your eyes. Listen, let's go on this journey together. Let's get cracking. Alright, so let's get cracking. So today I want to talk about impressing people. You know, more specifically how impressing people is a major limitation in our lives. Impressing people is a major limitation in our lives. So let's look into it. Most times, we try to impress people. We try to, we try to gain their favor. We're trying to gain their acceptance. We're trying to gain their love, right? So it's some kind of, some kind of validation why we try to impress people. Either that validation will give us some kind of elevation in an organization or make us feel accepted into. Um, some group that we desperately want to be associated with for whatever reason um perhaps it might bring us some form of monetary monetary success um whatever the case might be impressing people is 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 something that we all try to do from time to time to to gain whatever upper hand or to fit in or just to survive you know because the persons that we perhaps try to Impress would have made life difficult for us otherwise if we didn't, you know, try to always do what they want to do. So impressing a person is is basically doing what you think they want you to do so that they will validate you or ascribe some value to you in their organization or in their lives. But a lot of the times, most of the times... Whatever it is that you have to do to impress somebody is not necessarily what it is that you want to do for yourself. So, what you find happening is that you spend a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy trying to strategize. Alright, how am I going to impress this person today? What my boss wants? How am I going to impress my girlfriend? How am I going to impress X, Y, Z? Um, the mother here will never proud of me yet. The father yeah will never pro the I it when are going to impress him what may I go do for impress him now. Let me see and you just sit down and you spend a lot of time and brainstorming, okay, how I gonna impress him, one if he feel like when we do this. One day if she like, when we do that. For women, one they if he feel like when we send him X kind of pictures or X kinda of videos or one they if he feel like when we do this and we do that and you know, maybe if if maybe I look a threesome some something, they I want maybe, and will love me more, or maybe will accept me more, and maybe if me spend half a wall of all of my money and buy a Bridget's, you know maybe she will love me more and see me more of a top man and you know deal with me on a level. But almost all the times we try to impress somebody, we, we actively try to impress somebody, we are betraying who we are we are violating so many boundaries that we would have already set in our minds that we wouldn't cross, but because we're trying so hard to, 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 to impress whoever it is. It's like we sacrifice our pride, we sacrifice ourselves, and it just becomes like a thing what we just do. You know, most times when you get all the validation and People are big you up on thing because you know that you betray yourself. That validation don't even feel fulfilling. You know, you get accepted into into whatever social sphere, but because you know like the personal humiliation and the, the thing that we have to subject yourself to. Perhaps it's not even like obvious to people that you're going through these things. But the things you have to subject yourself to at the end of it. It's like, yeah, say, why was it worth it, you know? At this may really have to go through just forgetting another look little something, or I just wish you liked me, and just feel like me. And the more we, you know, commit to impressing people, is the more people will require us to impress them because we're setting the foundation as impressors, as, impress as pleasers. So you do it once. You do it twice and then people just ex- expect it all the time. I don't know if maybe sometimes you think it's a one-off thing. I know. All right, if me impress her one time, we have a good. Right, if me impress him one time, we have a good. But um, you find, say, after you do one thing for impress, you have to do a next thing, you have to do a next thing. And more often than not, the things that you have to do for impress, them I will get more extreme, going will get more extreme. It will get more difficult and taking you farther away from, from who you are, who you want to be, where you want to go, the things you want to do. Um, I was reminded the other day by something I was listening to that time is your most valuable asset. And um, if you give away your time, you can't get it back. So the time and effort you would have spent impressing somebody basically giving away that time to just make somebody feel good you know make somebody who probably don't even have due consideration about you as a person and your life and what you want or even care for you in a real way you're giving over all your time to that person you're giving over all your effort, all your energy to them, to serve them. Maybe you just get a thanks when they're done, or perhaps it's one of those persons where nothing what you do is never enough, and you're just on this continuous hamster wheel trying to to chase that, that validation where they say thank you. And most times them pick up say, you're a pleaser, you need to please people, and you need to get that validation. So what them do is that they string you along, they string you along and have you jumping through all the hoops and you are willingly jumping through all the hoops and after hoop five is like you lose sight of who you are and as if you've cemented your identity you now as a people pleaser huh? to the point where things that are really detrimental to you, you, you don't speak up about it in fear of not being that impress or that pleaser that that you always think that you have to be to to fit in Um, you don't present your real selves for people to accept or deny you know so it's like you're always living this this false reality because you're trying to be this thing that you think that you have to be i mean how do you live your life always trying to f- be what somebody else wants you to be or sometimes it's not even as as like a, a, an explicit conversation sometimes we just a look and we have build these things in our heads say okay if me not stay like this then they can't accept me if me not stay like that then they can't accept me but the bigger question i always ask is why is acceptance from external parties so important to us to the point where we are, we are willing to sacrifice who we are. We are willing to literally kill ourselves um, to get this thing because if, if you spend the majority of your working time, your working life your relationship life just thinking about doing the things that make the other person like you are, want you are, whatever the case might be, then you don't really get to spend any time learning about yourself, you know, being yourself, reaching the pinnacles that you could have reached in, in whatever field, whatever level of emotional awareness, whatever, whatever level of service. And I mean, people are, are generally fickle. So what impresses a person today might not impress them tomorrow. So, you know, what are you going to do every time them change? You try to figure out where to pivot to next, who next to be. So today you are Halle Berry in, in, in the James Bond, Jinx, in the James Bond movie. That was impressive. But tomorrow you try to be Halle Berry again and you get rejected. Then you have to try to be Storm from X-Men. And then you have to try to be Halle Berry from Perfect Stranger. Then you have to try to be Halle Berry from that show when her kid get kidnapped. And she have to run down the man them. And every day is a new person you have to try to be. You try to figure out. You try to figure out. And then if you look, it's like, we don't really spend that amount of time. And energy and investment in trying to figure out how to give ourselves the things that we need in our own lives to, to get to the next level, to make ourselves happy, to, to, to live a better life, you know? It's like... It's like we feel like, say, what we want don't count. What we want don't matter. What we want is not important. All I need to do is just please the people around me and, you know, be fake. Oh, yes, I like it. I love it. Yes, it's wonderful. Oh, no problem. I can do that for you, man. Yes, um, it's okay. I mean, I have kids, but this, this, this stupid task you're asking me to do is more important than my kids. So I'll just let them stay here. I'll call my, my uncle or tell my husband or tell my wife I'm not coming home because... I have this thing to do for my boss, you know, um, or or perhaps the conversation will go something like this. Um, hey, I need you to to clean my car for me, you know. I like when my car is clean, and you know. So you are a senior executive, perhaps not a senior executive, but you're, let's say, a knowledge worker, a you know, degree professional. Can you clean my car for me? It's not a lot, you just have to turn on the hose and spray it. Oh yes, no problem, no problem. I'll just sacrifice all my dignity and all my pride and everything that I've worked to achieve over the years and I'll just I'll just wash your car for you, no problem. Do you want me to buff it as well? That's, that's really how we sound, you know. You know, smiling up ourselves and disrespecting our accomplishments and the level that we are. Just please these people. And after you wash the car you now then I say, Oh um you know that I have a vacuum in the back seat. Could you just vacuum out the thing for me and and could you just clean up um in the trail of the pickup so that I can I can just carry some things home and by the time you do all these things now and you're done pick up clean. That same pickup, whenever you're up on the road and you stretch out your hand for pass, oh, you know, I'm not going the direction. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm not even know which direction you're going on. But then just have a story to tell already. So, impressing people is a limitation we place on our lives. And then, even when we think about what we pursue as a career, so I was just giving the example of being in a job, being in a relationship. But even the choices that we make, you know, let's say you wanted to go to to UTEC to do this program, but because, you know, people close to you went to UE or your family saying, go to UE. You know, UE is the better school. You should go to UE. But deep in your heart, you know, UE don't have the better program for that particular course but you still want to do it because you want your family to be okay. Two years into you, you realise that is a waste of time course and you should have go to UTEC and then you're filled with all this resentment for your family and this disappointment and this anger with yourself because you know you choose to give in to their request because you wanted them to feel good or you wanted to impress them. I mean one thing that we're not recognizing is that it doesn't matter what choice we make, we are going to face the consequences. So why not face the consequences? Good and bad. Eh? So why not face the consequences for the things that we want for ourselves? I don't know where we got it from, that. Um, it's like the decisions that other people make for us is right. And the decisions that we make for ourselves is wrong. So we always choose to do what the other people want. Because they are somehow always right. They have more experience. They are smarter than we are. Even when we know that they are nothing, it's like we override all the objective things that are saying, hey, this they must be a foolishness. But we are saying, oh, because them said it right. Or we are so afraid to be wrong on our own that we choose to go with something else that we know is probably wrong, but then at the back end of it now we are going to say, I'm a mother make me do it. Or my brother make me do it. Or remember brother say Even when you know within yourself say there are better options. I mean typical thing in relationships where one person suggests something, the other person says, no, I so go." And the person who suggests it is well read in the area, understands what's going on. But because they're afraid to you know have that difficult conversation and say, no, me not listen to you, come know what me, I say. We say, alright then make you know knowing full well. Both of us are headed for failure. But because it's easier when things go wrong, I say, you see it? Me tell you, I never saw if you go. Nah, 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 nah. You see it? I know you're you you know. We prefer to have to say that than to just run the risk of us actually being wrong. And um, somebody is saying that, this si is foolishness, you do. So, you know, rightness perfection not making mistakes you know we rather to sacrifice our own thoughts our own desires override our intuition on what is best for us what is not good for us all because maybe we don't want to have to maybe disappoint or face the fact when people when we make mistakes and you know, people will say things like, you see it? You never know what you did. Bro. You should have listened to me and you should have do what me I say and you see if you just listen to me, i me have experience. And there's a next thing where them like to throw around. Only young enough. I don't know what's going on in that world. Only just come here, I don't know nothing. All these things and because you young and so inexperienced, you know, you don't know nothing. You don't know nothing what you want, and we just you just bury ourselves in you know, all of that, and we all say, "Oh, well, if them so experienced, then let me do it, or let me don't do it." All right. So, this people pleasing and impressing is one of the major limitations in our own lives, in our own lives, in our emotional lives, in every aspect you can think about. Not choosing yourself. Not doing what's true to you is one of the biggest limitations you can have. Because in simple terms, if you want to be a footballer, and your soul wants you to be a footballer, there's no way you're going to find the kind of reward and joy doing something that you're uninterested in, like maybe being a secretary, or typing, or being a stenographer, or um, being a cricketer you know, so they, 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 they maybe they want it to be a cricketer, but you hate cricket, you perhaps have the physical ability to pursue it, which is usually the case, people have the, the baseline ability to pursue a multiplicity of things, but the things that they really want to do is like, them, them just don't do it because my mother said I'm do it, father said i enough to do it Friend them say, I'm going to do it, or I'm going to look like a fool and I'm bridging them, I'm going to lose ratings off of me. But again, whichever choice you make, it's not you bridging them, I'm going to face the consequences. It's not you bridging them, I'm going to feel the emptiness when you go to this place every day and do this thing every day. And it's not bringing in the joy, not bringing in the kind of fulfillment that you don't want in your life. So it's like, it, it now makes no sense. Yeah, make the decision based on the fact that somebody else wants you to make that decision. Zine, when you are the person who are going to face the consequences, good and bad, of whatever is happening, you know why not just just choose the thing that you want for yourself? I mean, you are important too you know. What you want is important. You know what you feel you want is important, and the next thing, even if you choose it and fail, I mean it would have been so much more learning for you. It would have been so much more learning for you, and so much a much more fulfilling experience than if you're just chugging along with what somebody else is, somebody else wants. Um. You know, half asking it. Just going through the motions, no real immersion, no real application. But when you're doing things that you want to do, you're fully 100, or you're more likely to be fully 100 all in, giving your best. And if your best just falls short, you go back to the drawing board and you fix what you need to fix. I mean, them said the faster you fail, is the faster you move forward. I mean, chugging along for three, four years in this thing that somebody else wants you to do. Um, never really exerting yourself enough to the point where you can fail. Or you're just protecting yourself so much from failure that you don't even try. So you're just going with the flow, going with the flow, going with the flow. At the end of the four years, you're not and you get your paperwork and you start your job and that is when you feel like oh crap this is this is foolishness so you would have taken four years to realize that this thing was born for failure when perhaps you approach your thing that you want to do so you want to be a musician and you go all in and you write your song or whatever 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 and the first project where you, where you put out flap you put out your first project in a six months. Nobody know you and it flop. You know there's a learning to be had from that. Maybe if you work with your marketing, maybe if you work with your songwriting. But if you take four years now, I try perfect this one song, and you put out the one song and it flop. Then, and inevitably something will go flop when it just starts. So, why not accelerate that part of the learning curve? You know why you wait? for for the inevitable flop of the first project. So, you know, the person you're impressing is, is limiting your self-expression, is limiting what you do. It is a major limitation in how you view yourself because if you view yourself as a person who just lives to please people, then you don't really, you don't really want to take care of yourself. You know, you don't really want to spend quality time with yourself. You don't really want to, to to work hard for the things that you want to work hard for because you're saying, it no matter anyway because I going to end up if you just do what the people them want me to do. If you just do what the people semi need for to do. And as I stressed before in previous podcasts, the only recourse that people have when you don't do what them want to do, is them personal disappointment, and maybe them talk some some foolishness about you. And then after two three weeks, is water under the bridge. I mean, the con- the negative consequences that we sometimes imagine are not as severe as they are. It probably will never happen. Chances are, what happens is you disappoint them. And them find somebody else to string along. Because them need that. So them find somebody else to string along. Somebody else to manipulate, or somebody else who just, when them say jump, they say, how oh, high. We see that in relationships, when a woman finally decides, say, I'm no longer gonna be your toy, I'm out. Next two weeks, one next woman, I fulfill the same role where you did I fulfill. I say, you look a pet project as you make like a tie, but you don't want it to be used, so you cut. It's the same thing with women. You know, a man coming and a man is spending money and you must say, boy, you know say me really can't follow up this lifestyle where we just go to a hotel every weekend and we not look towards the future, we not save the money I just stunting on the ground. Or Whatever the case might be, we're not doing nothing substantial with time and with life and with energy. You know, we're now We're now have no discussion about the future. We just uh, go from place to place, from place to place, and I'm not up for it. Any man cut. I mean, by next week you find the next man we're willing to do that same thing. So sometimes we have a saviour complex. We feel like say people can't do it, don't we? And why if me not do it, if me not do this dirty work, the department I go fall apart or if me not, me not do all of this thing which somebody is supposed to do, the department a go suffer. And I am here to tell you that if you don't do it, then I will just find somebody else to do it. The same way that when somebody else don't do it, then find you to do it. But the thing is, you don't set adequate boundaries now if you say, yo, certain things I'm not going to do. Certain things I'm not on my radar. I'm not going to do those things. So if when the man comes with the threesome proposal, like I say, I'm mean, not in that threesome business, you know. I'm gone. You might just find somebody else to do threesome. You understand what I say? You don't need to feel like you need to save nobody. You don't need to... You know, the savior complex thing is not a real thing. It's not a beneficial thing. The only person that you need to and can save is yourself. So what are the steps you're going to take now to save yourself? One, give up on the idea that you need to impress people to make it in life. To make it in a relationship, to ascend, that is not a requirement. You need to do good work, you need to do good quality work, you need to promote your work, you need to show your value, you need to develop your value and give a lot of value-added things. But impressing people is definitely not a recipe for long-lasting success. Sure, it might bring you, Oh, I love him, you see. He's such a good worker. He's such a good employee. But when you look on the kind of things that you have to do, the kind of maybe mediocre work that you get or even menial work that you get, when you're trying to leave or level up, they don't hold any significant weight on your resume. You know? In your relationship, the things that motherma ask if you do, you basically betray yourself. So then again, what is it worth? There's nothing worth betraying yourself. There's nothing worth betraying who you are. There's nothing worth sacrificing what you want to do. These things are wired in us, you know, the things that we desire, that we truly desire when we when we become still and quiet and, and listen to ourselves. These things are there for a reason. So it's not just random. And even if they aren't fully formed, I mean, why is somebody else more important to you than you? You spend so much time researching what kind of champagne they like, what kind of this they like, what kind of that they like. You know, it's like a course in how can I small up myself some more to make this person feel good? How can I small up my life some more to make this person's life feel bigger? You know, how can I small up myself in this relationship to make my man feel powerful, to make my woman feel powerful? And how can I small up myself some more to not make my community feel like me are going like me better than them? Cause that's a real thing. You know, you've been exposed to some things and you're earning at a certain level and. You know, you're developing certain capacities, and you know, your tastes probably change, your tastes probably get refined, you come back home, and you know, things that were normally commonplace, like, oh, I just saw so things, still realize that no, you know, there's actually a better way to do things, you know, things don't have to be this way. And when you try to teach this way, or try to say, hey, you know, that's something that's going on. oh, you go foreign, no one. You three have a big degree now, you know, better than everybody else, and we're not good enough for you again. And, and then, sometimes, because that happens, it's like we start small up ourselves. So when we come home, we want to be quiet. We don't want to wear nice clothes and we will have. It's like we almost feel guilty for we success. We don't want to drive a nice car and we will have. Maybe we we'll, we'll buy one look one Benz, or one look one BMW, or one look one van. And if we avoid it, we we'll probably rent one, one smaller car if we say owing oh, still down to earth or, it's crazy the hoops that we go through sometimes and contort ourselves into sometimes to make the people around us feel better about themselves. And we need to stop it, it's, it's not benefiting us. Our families are not benefiting from our exposure. The world is not benefiting from the, the true fullness of our talents and gifts. We are not benefiting from, the, true, from the, the talents and the gifts that we have. So this exercise in appeasement really serves no long-lasting purpose. We lose ourselves, Um, the temporary validation that we get is useless, it doesn't take us anywhere, it doesn't get us anywhere, all it does, is just leaves us empty after and it just puts us in a place where we feel like we have to always do this, you know, I mean you can do the world for somebody, disgrace yourself, sacrifice yourself, and for what? Them ungrateful, them not appreciative, them don't value it. Deep down, people value persons who respect themselves and take agency for themselves. They probably don't like you because of it, but them have respect for you. The person who them don't have respect for is the person who is a yes man and he's willing to do just about anything. So once them say it, you go and do it. Once they ask you, you, want $1, you, give them your last thousand and you go and get eat crackers for dinner. One of your biggest limitations is trying to please people. And um, as long as we are oriented to do that, we will never find true meaning in our lives. Because our entire orientation is to bring a smile to somebody or to, you know, what, what, my question is really, what happened to us in our own lives where we feel like we don't matter, we're not important enough to consider our own selves, you know, and even in the relationships that we're going to, it's like we... we we carry ourselves like, oh, nobody really cares about me. And we give off that energy to the people, and then it's like we we become that person now who says, basically this is the the, the, the sign on our head. You don't have to care about me, but I care about you, and I will sacrifice myself to do whatever you want. Pick me, pick me, pick me. It, it cannot be so, people, it cannot be so. You know, you are worthy of consideration from yourself. In fact, it is, your, it, is your, it is your job to consider yourself, to develop yourself, to improve yourself, to love yourself. You know, how can you really say that you love yourself when, you don't spend any considerable effort or energy learning about yourself spending time with yourself considering yourself worthy this people pleasing you know what it shows is that we don't really value ourselves the way we should for whatever reason so maybe the homework from this session is why are you not valuing yourself adequately? What story is playing in your mind? Is it that you're afraid to be financially vulnerable if you, if you stand up and lose your job? Is it that you feel like giving up your dignity is a smaller price to pay than having to find another job? I mean, what is a job, really? <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, for all the sacrifices you make them can just fire you tomorrow. So you'll be jobless and dignityless if, if there's a word. I mean, who is this person that is so important that you have to small up yourself in one little corner? I mean, why are you catering to their insecurity? because if you have to small up yourself and make them feel more powerful it's just an indication that they are not secure in their own self in their own self so why are you enabling this kind of dysfunctional behavior in them and in yourself They always have a thing with a take up space and it's a real thing, you don't need to smile up yourself. If you need to smile up yourself to function in a particular setting or to feel like you're accepted and it's just not the place for you, maybe leaving is, is, is a blessing, leaving the relationship, leaving the job, leaving the group, leaving the organization, leaving the institution, leaving the physical location. Because if you go in a taxi, you feel like you have to Cram up like sardine. You come out of the taxi and we wait for a better taxi to come with more space. So why, in our real lives, we are cram up in any a little taxi, and a drive in a in a trunk, and not even clean trunk, dirty trunk. Not even a little piece of cardboard, on the bottom where we can protect ourselves from dust. And so we come out with dirty and battered and somebody meat water drain out panween at the back of the trunk and it's just a real disgraceful scene. You are worth more, my brothers. You are worth more, my sisters. Time now for your stop. Small up yourself. Trying to impress people is your biggest is one of your biggest limitations right now. Impressing people you don't know with the spending, impressing people you don't know with the dressing, with your thinking, with your approach to life. <sighs> yeah, we're going to leave it there for now. Just remember the key points. From your impress people, you basically unimpress yourself because chances are whatever them want you to do, most of the time it have nothing to do with what you really want for yourself. You sacrifice your self-respect, you sacrifice your dignity for what? Oh, he's a good employee. Your yeah, man, my girl, you do anything with me, ask her. You know, my ride or die that. Or my my man, anything more, I want him, I'll do it, oh. Can he no say if he not do it, he won't lose me. I'm a top girl and me of this one. Any other board, you know, what I'm saying. No, I'm not paying school fee, you know. So you realize that all of these descriptions that were, all of these scenarios are highly dysfunctional, highly manipulative. It's either stroking the egos of the person involved or it's serving as a scaffold for the deep levels of insecurity that they have in their own life. Stop being an enabler for them and for this function in your own life. It's time to stand up and say, yo, this is what I want, this is what I need. And if it means that I have to lose a few friendships, if it means that I have to lose some kind of validation, those things never really mattered in the first place. Find your voice, find yourself. Learn to love your life again. Learn to to, to 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 build personal agency in your life. It's time to stop being so downtrodden and fearful that every little thing, every little idiot say, will run up and die and small up yourself in one corner. And, you like me now? Okay, me a bite, me a hold on for me hand, me two ears then. You like me now? Me a hold on for me two foot them. You like me now? Me a hop on one leg. You like me now? I'm curl up in that corner in fetal position. Oh, me look now. You like me now? You like me now? You like me now? You like me now? When we are gonna start the things to make you like us? When? 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 A lot to think about, you know. Um, we've come to the end right now, so just go and go on meds over them thing there. Go and think about them thing there. As usual, we say share with your friends, share with your family, have the discussions in your circle so we can help each other with these perspectives to one step at a time take control of your life. It's been another episode of Deeper Than Skin with Ramia. Thank you so much for joining. Join us again soon for another episode. Peace out.